0: Welcome to The Refresh from Insider. I'm Rebecca Ibarra. And I'm Rebecca Knight. It's Tuesday, September 27th, and we're here with you updating the news all day, every weekday. Here's the latest. Hurricane Ian has made landfall in Cuba this morning as a Category 3 storm. It's now barreling toward the west coast of Florida, gaining speed and strength. It'll likely hit the Tampa Bay area as a Category 4 storm tomorrow and is expected to bring a storm surge of up to 10 feet. The city is considered one of the most vulnerable places in the U.S. Tampa is home to 3 million people along nearly 700 miles of coastline. Prone to flooding even during the smallest of storms, the area hasn't
1: taken a direct hit from a hurricane in a century. The University of Idaho is warning its employees that promoting abortion or providing contraception in some cases could result in fines, a permanent bar from state employment, even felony convictions and jail time. The move comes as the state's near total abortion ban took effect last month. The university is also telling staff to talk about abortion or contraception, only when relevant and in, quote, neutral terms. The university said in a memo that since it's unclear how the state will enforce the law, it's urging a conservative approach.
0: Earth's corner of the cosmos may have gotten just a little bit safer yesterday after NASA successfully crashed a spacecraft into a small asteroid about 7 million miles away. The asteroid, which was about the size of a stadium, posed no threat to Earth, but the mission was a test to see if humanity has a fighting chance if ever a deadly space rock comes hurtling toward our planet. It'll be a few more days before scientists know if the collision actually altered the asteroid's trajectory. Even still, the reaction here on Earth was downright out of this world. All right! We got it?
1: The LGBTQ community is celebrating in Cuba. Voters overwhelmingly approved a referendum that will allow same-sex couples to legally wed and even adopt over 65% of voters, that's about 4 million people, voted in favor of the new law, which also expands protections for women, children, and the elderly. It's a major turning point in the country. Back in the 60s, Fidel Castro used to round up gay men and send them to labor camps. But now the president of Cuba, Miguel Diaz-Canel, says love is the law of the land.
0: Remember that chess story we told you about where the champion walked off and forfeited the game after just one move? Well, Magnus Carlsen, a Norwegian Grandmaster, is finally speaking out about the incident that rocked the chess world. He explicitly accused his opponent, American Hans Niemann, of cheating. Carlsen broke his silence in a statement on Twitter, saying Niemann's game was, quote, unusual, almost like he wasn't even concentrating. Carlson didn't go into detail, but said he refuses to play against Neiman ever again. Neiman has admitted to some cheating, but he says that's all in the past.
1: Today and every day, we're updating the refresh from Insider as news happens, so check back whenever you want to know the latest. Coming up, we dive into the growing world of sports betting and what it means for the media industry. Here we go again. The federal government is set to run out of funding on Saturday, so lawmakers are scrambling to avoid a shutdown. Last night, a group of lawmakers said, let's deal with this later, preferably after the midterms. So they proposed a bill that would keep the money coming until mid-December. But it's not clear whether this quick fix will pass. There's bipartisan disagreement over an energy reform backed by Senator Joe Manchin, which would make it easier to build gas pipelines.
0: Yesterday, Texas's Attorney General found himself on the other side of the law. The Texas Tribune reports that Ken Paxton literally ran from a process server to avoid being served with a subpoena. Several nonprofits who want to help Texans pay for out-of-state abortions had filed a lawsuit. The server said in a federal court filing when he approached Paxton in the driveway... The AG ran inside and later escaped by running and jumping into a truck driven by his wife. Paxton is facing legal challenges over securities fraud and a whistleblower lawsuit
1: from inside his own office. He said on Twitter that he fled over concerns for his family's safety. Water is running again in Jackson, Mississippi, but the crisis is not over. Now, the Environmental Protection Agency says it wants to work with state and local officials to rebuild its water system. The city system reached its breaking point in late August, leaving thousands without drinkable water for days. Before then, local officials issued over 300 boil water notices to its residents in just two years, including one yesterday. The EPA is threatening legal action if Jackson officials refuse federal help.
0: Apple says it has started making its newest iPhone 14 in India as it shifts its supply chains away from China. To be clear, Apple still makes most of its phones in China, but this move is part of a shift that'll make the company less reliant on one country. Rising tensions between Washington and Beijing are a concern, and China's zero-COVID policies are causing major supply disruptions for companies, including Apple. The announcement is a victory for Prime Minister Narendra Modi, whose government launched a Make in India campaign eight years ago to boost the company's manufacturing and exports.
1: Talk about a blowout. Last night at the Women's Basketball World Cup in Australia, the U.S. scored 145 points to win against South Korea. It was a new record for the team, which currently includes 12 WNBA players. The U.S. hasn't lost a game since 2006, but 145 points in a game set a new record for the Women's Basketball World Cup. You may have noticed more ads everywhere lately for sports betting platforms. No, it's not all in your head. Sports betting has been taking over parts of the U.S. media industry. And Insiders Ashley Rodriguez, who writes about TV and the media, says we're in a pivotal time right now and it's only just the beginning.
2: So there are sort of two big things that have been happening over the last few years, One are the sports betting platforms, companies like DraftKings and FanDuel that are trying to become media entities themselves, right? They see how the media has been able to help bring more people into sports betting and fantasy sports and things like that and help cultivate loyalty amongst audiences. And, you know, some of these companies, including DraftKings, have even gone out there and bought their own media properties. And on the other side of the equation, you have media giants like Disney and like Warner Brothers Discovery that are sizing up this space and, and trying to figure out where they fit into sports betting. And so Disney most recently has said that it's out there looking for a sports betting partner. Reports have put the potential value of a deal with Disney at $3 billion, which would be massive for this space.
1: Tell us a little bit about the incentives and, and the risks in operating this way for the media companies.
2: Yeah. So for a media company like Disney, I think that's a great example of the risk because Disney is known for being, you know, a really family friendly brand. And so for them, the idea of getting into gambling can be a little sticky, right? It could really change the way that their audience thinks about them. And I think that is why Disney and ESPN have been so slow, but also so thoughtful in how they're going to approach the space because they don't want to, you know, put their brand and their image at risk.
1: Mm -hmm. You write that there was a shift a few years ago when US regulators turned in favor of the industry rather than viewing it as a vice. What happened
2: then? That's right. So, this all really goes back to 2018 when the Supreme Court overruled what was then called PASPA. And so, what this did is that it opened the door for states to legalize sports betting. So when that happened in 2018, New Jersey became the first state to regulate sports gambling, and many states have since gone ahead and, and followed that lead, either regulating it at retail casinos, so in physical locations, or online on your phone so that you can bet on the internet.
1: So New York State legalized sports betting about a year ago, and Californians will see two initiatives to legalize sports betting on their ballots come November. So let's focus on New York right now. What has changed since the state legalized sports betting?
2: Sports betting in New York has been absolutely massive. When sports betting started in New York, you know, New York is a really expensive market to compete in they're taking a lot of tax revenue from these betting companies so only a handful of companies were actually been given licenses and were able to enter this market and even still with a so, sort of a smaller consideration set that you may see in some other states the growth here has just been tremendous given the population and and the, the sort of this media focused market that New York is New York and California were two of four states that have been viewed by the industry as catalysts that really can take this mainstream, can take sports betting beyond the endemic gamblers and bring it to a new mainstream entertainment-focused audience. So certainly now that, you know, betting is up and running and has been in New York, all eyes are looking at California.
1: Does this mark also just a shift in our culture and how we see the sports betting industry, you know, instead of a vice, a legitimate money maker.
2: Oh, yes, I would say absolutely. That shift is happening. I mean, I it, we're seeing it both in the way that sports betting odds and data is now shown on your TV screen sometimes as you're watching a game, right? It's perpetuated the actual event of consuming sports itself. And it's changing that experience for us.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Ashley, thanks so much for chatting. Thank you for having me. This is fun.
1: Ashley Rodriguez covers the media industry for Insider. Make sure to follow the Refresh from Insider on Apple
0: Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And please leave us a rating and review.
1: It helps other people discover the show. You can also just tell your smart speaker to play the Refresh from Insider podcast. I'm Rebecca Ibarra. And I'm Rebecca Knight, in for Dave Smith. Talk to you soon.